Let me do the intro. Okay. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Wombat Radio. Uh, this is Matt, and today we're talking with Brianna. Hi, Brianna. Hello, Matt. <laughs> um, do you want to start by telling... Let's talk about okay. what you're busy with. Okay. Right now. Right now. <laughs> and go. And go. Um, I'm busy with... Oh, understanding what's next. <laughs> I'm busy, I guess, um, really developing a, a practice in Sydney and um, I guess building a, a place where I can understand and articulate some ideas uh, out in the open and that's right now I've just gotten back from a, a huge project mm-hmm. and that's um, on the wrap up so I've got to say goodbye to that and now take forth the envelope open the envelope and <laughs> dive right into this new adventure uh, and is that about collaborating with people or is that about spending time by yourself in the studio or is that about being a dancer for other people's visions what is what do you imagine um i imagine um definitely collaboration that would be um epic and i would love to work with um different people all the time different Mm. art forms Mm. yeah different mediums artists writers musicians dancers but i would also love to get in the studio and just really nut out some physicality so I can Mm. work out what language I need to describe and articulate Mm. my body. Because at this stage, um, I've been relying purely on the demonstration rather than the articulation of what that demonstration is. Mm -hmm. And that is what's busy in my mind. And how's that going? Not like it's success, but mm. what are you doing? What am I doing? To get past demonstrating. Mm. Well, I ask people to ask me questions all the time. So this is perfect. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, the other day I was sitting with um, my friends who I was working with mm. in Tassie, Aelia and Harrison, and... Um, they basically put me on the spot and just said, what What are your ideas right now? Articulate them right now. And it was a very, very in- interesting, like, perspective. I went straight to images and was describing um, a, a bare space and a body articulating and moving with light. But the idea itself, the like the capsule of thought that would sell a sell a production or sell mm-hmm. sell me to the grant bodies yeah. um, for me wasn't articulated so I think it's with practice I will yeah, right. I'll find so you that. see the thing I see the thing and all and all the things that are going to support the thing yes so then you're working from an aesthetic like, um, or a vocabulary rather than a like uh literary proposition Mm. Um, right now I would say 
it depends. I don't ever see like a full uh-huh. picture or a full moving body. Like if I went into a space and wanted to collaborate with someone, I wouldn't like teach them um, like a repertoire of my mind. I would I would go in with some ideas or images and say this is how it's like feeling sent like let's sense this out do we need a beatbox or do we need a rap until we've got this embodiment um and find i guess that yeah maybe that's enough yes thank you (laughs) (laughs) maybe you don't need to worry about logic Mm. or Conceptual proposition mm. if you're making sense or if you're making from the place of sensory intelligence or um, imagination or like perhaps it would be a roundabout to go from embodied inspiration Mm. into uh, description in Mm. words and concepts and thought frameworks back to embodied inspiration for a performance. Yeah. Maybe you're already there. Excellent. (laughs) (laughs) Excellent. Uh, I guess, I think um, a lot of the time, like right now, I guess the set goals, like um, for me, perception of success Uh here is is probably what what's challenging me at this point because I to me a successful artist is someone that practices all the time and is living their own embodiment of what their practice is but what is success in this Sydney scape I think I mentioned briefly before what Sydney to me can be um yeah grants writing and to be a um, winner of space. Winner of space. And <laughs> Wait, time. And time. And money. And destiny. And destiny. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, but you're right. Being in being inside that place and living that embodiment of that, of what, any sense that is in your mind, mm. that is it. That mm. is... And, you, and I hope and mm. I wonder if it's true that it's enough at least in the beginning to know that you have something and know that you don't have it in words. And so instead of having a conversation with somebody, inviting them along to see it in the same way that, um, a musician would send a a demo or something or ask somebody to come along to a gig rather than describing the genre of music that they fit into. Yeah, absolutely. Wouldn't it be nice if you just had weekly gigs Absolutely. And, and you could just, oh, yeah, yeah, come along to this gig on the weekend, <laughs> see what you think, let's talk about it afterwards because then we know what we're talking about. Yes, yes, definitely. And I think there's definitely an, a space for that here as well, right right here. Right here, in this backyard. In this backyard. I could put in a show Enmore. on right now. Well, just to tell everybody to go to the Enmore Theatre. Yeah. <laughs> and then 200 metres this way. Yeah. You know that gig that's on <laughs> at the Enmore Theatre? <laughs> Well, bypass that, <laughs> and in my backyard there's something more special. <laughs> and exclusive. Exclusive. I am adamant about this. So what does it look like when, you're, when you begin to work on the things? 
so it comes to you yeah. in your body or your yeah. mind or your vision or your dream and you know it and you there's a texture yeah yeah there's a sense mm. so then what then what so if i had something playing over and over again in my mind yeah. or um an action that was just like i was obsessed with this one move um i usually let it unfold in a very various various ways um i'll i'll enter the studio with you right now enter i'm entering the studio um i would take with me paper often and do a stream of consciousness because that highlights for me a lot of um i think exciting possibilities yeah. It helps you. It helps you think in a straight line mm. instead of on a loop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It unravels also a poetic language sometimes that excites the process for me, um, and then I get taken by that, and then I'll jump up in the space and probably run around a, a fair bit <laughs> and just do that repetitive action several times, and then let it unfold naturally until I've found. A mode or uh, something that's really interesting for like a repetitive action or a a, a transplant in space that I think is articulating that sense and I'll keep going and push through it hopefully for over a longer period of time what well, times relative <laughs> yeah because you can really feel Two hours and you can really not feel... Yeah, that's right. Six. Absolutely. Um, and you- sometimes I'll watch it and sometimes I'll leave it. I guess it depends on um, the day. Yeah. Because I I also sometimes think it was just purely for the process to have done that three-hour improvise or five-minute five improvisation. And sometimes to watch it back doesn't help at all. But other times I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah. So, and those times when you are like, okay, cool. Yeah, sorry, that was like. <laughs> what <wow>. is that? <laughs> what happens? What What are you? What have you done uh, in the video where you see, okay, cool, and then what do you do with that stuff? Mm, that stuff and things. Yeah, when sorry, you're considering the gear. Of, no, um, I'm I'm commenting on myself because I also watch things back and say, ah, okay cool yeah <laughs> and it's all like beyond being a reassurance to me that i haven't just been yeah wasting out. wasting that wasting yeah, yeah there's such a guilt with yeah, waste Yeah, it is isn't it and produce yeah like my apple garden did i <laughs> did i make a you know a plentiful bounty this this season or was i my crops tarnished um in that yeah and then it compounds in sydney because there seems to be a heightened awareness of opportunity cost mm, and mm. anything you're currently doing no matter how uh beneficial it is yeah. comes at the cost of other things you could yeah, be doing absolutely oh oh indeed oh. <laughs> um so i guess i say okay cool okay when i see something that uh, is so unique to what I thought I was doing yep. and stands out. Sure, everything has been seen, done. We can argue that 
in that um, postmodern territory. Mm. Yet when I've when I'm doing something, there's always always going to be a language of accumulation, technique, training, mm. you know, performance, la la la. But also underneath that, there's those those hidden gems that just splash out and are like, whoa, what was that? That's really truly exciting. That's the crux mm. of that that sense that that feeling that I really wanted to do. And sometimes mm. that's just like with resonance. Like I'm really interested in using sound and voice at the moment and that can just come out in um like a, a pitch that I didn't think that I could really hit for a very long time um I recently got asked if I had practiced um, um like a chanting or if I was a singer and I was like no 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 I can't sing to save my life if you want me to try and sing for you right now sure but I, I just found a place where I was so confident in belting out this sound. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it was a little bit haunting for me inside because I, awesome. I didn't realize. And then outside, everyone was like, you're a singer. And I was like, no, not at all. Right now can prove. <laughs> <laughs> right now can prove. Go. Yeah. <laughs> but I think that's what I'm talking about with, yeah, the, yeah. okay, cool. Like the surprising element to that yeah. dance practice. And it. It's almost like using yourself first as the generator. Mm, absolutely. And then letting the fact that we are mm, middle class in a wealthy society that we can afford yeah. the technological mm-hmm. tools that we can capture when we are being the generator, that then we can switch modes mm-hmm. and we can become the viewer and be like, all right, generator, <laughs> move me. <laughs> and you watch yourself. <laughs> And you watch yourself as if it's somebody else yes, and you wait yes. for something to resonate yeah. and then you hope that it resonates with more than just you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if it's like that with comedy, if people when they're writing comedy think that it's funny or they just know that it should be funny. Yeah, you... yeah that's that blurry, blurry, blurry ground, right? Yeah. What is – and I feel like a lot of the time, especially in dance um, – in my experience, yeah, it it takes itself so seriously. Yeah, and not even seriously in a way of celebration, but no. in a way of solemn. Yes, yeah. and it really, truly goes beyond being um, like a task to develop material. It becomes like this task to to cure to cure legions and like. Oh, it, I've been in a studio space where the choreographer is like, sure, very passionate about their ideas, and I've just been like, we're, but but we're just dancing, and we really need to like lighten it up. It's really becoming too serious for. Yeah, we'll block ourselves. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And sometimes I think, um, what I'm so interested in is a performer that takes the action seriously. But the action itself doesn't resonate as seriously. Does that make sense? Yes. Yes. So the commitment to the action is profound, yet the action of the movement itself is... uh, Yeah. Well, it's like any ceremony. It, It gets its gravitas from your commitment to its importance Mm. and I think you stay sane by realizing that it's not very significant (laughs) (laughs) but you still do it yeah and we we all really love it (laughs) yes (laughs) you know yeah 
What what happens with the stream of consciousness stuff? Do you how do you use that later mm. on, other than just an activation? Activation. Um, I guess I portray. I try anyway. I try and um, portray it in my movement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then allow sometimes allow myself to say and do at the same time, but try and conflict what I'm saying with what I'm doing. That's always really funny. Conflict as in like counterpoint. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so it seems like so far, mm. as I understand, okay. that it's a little bit about things needing to come out. Definitely. And then I wonder, does that mean that you're inspired? And how do you uh, set up your life or your interactions mm. or your brain structure so that you are in that state? Oh, okay, great. That's awesome. Um, like in a place of... Ins- yeah, because I guess it would be really easy to not be inspired. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of the time when I'm working, half of my work is to make sure that I get myself inspired yes. by exposing yes. myself to the right things yes. that are relevant but that are also cool. Yeah. <laughs> cool. <laughs> and then... So that's half, that's mm. the first half of the job. Yep. And then the next half after all of that exposure is like letting it burst forth. Yeah. Okay. Breaking the damn wall and then just stepping out of the way. Yeah. But you first need to like make it rain, do the rain dance. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. That's what you need to write <laughs> on your yeah. funding applications. Oh, so I'm, yeah, my name's Brianna and I just want to make it rain. <laughs> And there's a gif of you just like yeah. dollar chow, bills chow, in the chow. air. <laughs> Amazing. Oh my goodness. Um I think to I think it's it evolves that that place of inspiration yeah. and in the past it has purely come from being in a place of blocked creativity where I've been in um processes that were very, very strict and um, like repertoire. I had to learn things back and that actually really is a hideous experience. <laughs> Sorry. Of the video? Yeah, of the video. Yeah, right. And I have this amazing ability to learn the opposite side <laughs> because I can't watch a video and learn the right side. My brain swaps it so it becomes a really horrible, yeah, hard right. task. You can... I've done this, it's a bit easier, say, with hip-hop choreography that faces the front most of the time. You just put yourself and the TV in front of the mirror. Yes, 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 yes. yes. I tried that. (laughs) But it's like, does this weird, like, triple reverse? Triple reverse, yeah. 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 I can't face the class, like, if I'm ever teaching and do the the one that they do. Because I just, I just some, yeah, I don't know, a little bit movement. Probably left side, right side. Who knows? Um, it's very exciting times. Um, yeah, the the first bout of like, I need to create something yep. for myself in that for a, a solo I did was I just f- felt blocked up. I felt like I had so much to give and this information, and it just really was like this splat of rainbow, like charcoal that came out and. Um, was really interesting for me because now I can't I can't even really look at it 
without being, um, yeah, surprised that I did that. But that's okay. How long ago was that? Last year. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, ah, back when I was young and foolish. (laughs) Last year. Yes. I repeat, this was one year ago. (laughs) No, it was, it was, it was like really, I just got into a studio and I wanted to articulate everything that I had been not able to do. And that was enough inspiration to create something at that time. Like, What's better than getting into a studio? What's better? Yeah, because sometimes I experience anxiety. Yeah, absolutely. I did too. Going into it? Going into a studio. But I can be elsewhere in other environments and it'll just pour out. Ah, supermarket. Yeah. Definitely supermarket. Or like you're suddenly doing a sweep and you take out somebody's coffee. (laughs) I have been known throughout my many hospitality jobs Uh to um, react with the space and uh, choreograph all the other people in the the, room. the place great, great. To, yeah yeah um i used to not get customers in a sorry this is a quick side note i <laughs> <laughs> not get customers in a bar until 4 p.m and so i'd run to each camera in the there was like 16 cameras and i'd run to each camera and do a mini performance for each camera and then, then flip over one of the bars and then come back so everything was perfect and then go to my manager and be like check the cameras <laughs> <laughs> I just gave you a gift. Yeah, performance. (laughs) That was like dance on film right there. (laughs) Yes, that would be very interesting to watch back now. And a little bit, um, what's the movie that came after the Blair Witch and it's it's shot in a house? Maybe Insidious or something like that? Oh, Paranormal. Paranormal Activity. Oh, scary. You're doing like the nice dance version of that. (laughs) Like, we caught this strange other creature on all the camera (laughs) systems. Yeah, like... Put your hand up. <laughs> mm. I I really truly do though get inspired when I'm outside mm, mm, in mm. many different spaces like parks. I really wonder if there's a taxidermying <laughs> of dancers. Yes, and dance uh, in in all those spaces. Mm. But then I also understand. I think um, I was having a chat with a mate about how bare a space needs to be so that it he was mentioning that the more bare a studio is the more you can just rely on what's coming from you and you're mm. not being influenced by there's 12 purple chairs yeah. or, and then you make work about purple or something yeah, of like course. that so it's a little bit um i guess it's tricky to find how much inspiration is going to activate you or how much stimulus. Stimulus is the right. Because this the thing about park, there's sun, there's clouds, yeah. there's dogs. Yeah. There's, you just want to get amongst there's it. There's hills. Yeah. You can do some really awesome um, like trip moves down hills. That's <laughs> where I tried to learn my, um, how to backflip off like oh, little sandy hills. That's so cool. Yeah. I like cry when I do handstands. <laughs> That could be a piece in itself. Oh, the handstand crying. Yeah. Mm. Especially if you get real good at it mm. and you're just upside down, tears falling not down your face but up through your hair. Excellent. Lit from behind. Yes. So you can see the water droplets. Hmm. Mm. And someone just cl- claps and like a bit of salt goes everywhere. I don't know why, but it just would look good. Uh. 
bare space inspiration. So, yes, and mm. also I think we were talking about inspiration, and now we've moved on somehow to mm. stimulus. Mm. Like how do you get, how do you give yourself the right stimulus? I always find that really interesting because I think it's really. I think it depends. Like circum on the circumstance to which you're investigating and what medium your practice is unfolding in. Sometimes I I watch videos or movies or films and sometimes I read copious books or articles um, to gain inspiration or research stimulus. Um, But sometimes it's just like going to an art gallery and standing inside a place where it's completely different Mm. and actually that's another one where I get really inspired (laughs) and I'll definitely dance in an art gallery all the time Um, because there's big empty space yeah yeah, I think I just like leaked leaked out of what you asked me into something different Um, back to Silmius I'll just memory dust everyone for a second (laughs) memory dust (laughs) Um, okay, stimulus. What do I do? Mm. Yeah, I read. I find. I find books. Um, what books? Um, depending on the material. Mm. Yeah. Um, Just give me a few like light boxes. Have you read that? Oh, it's really beautiful. I always forget his name. It's either like Stephen something. Fry. No. <laughs> Stephen Sorry, Fry. I'll look it up. I'll put a link in there. Yeah, yeah, it's notes. really good. Light okay. boxes. Light it's boxes. Amazing. What other ones? Um oh, just I, I think I or I found a book on the road and it was like acting um mythology group one. And I read that during a um process. And it was very interesting and it was very much from the male perspective. And I found myself changing every time they they said, and he will go to the front of the class to, and she will. And I thought that was really interesting, but it also was like quite a good stimulus for what I was working on. Like mm. that dual, uh, yeah, dual like feminism. Yeah. Yeah. I read a lot of, um, I get, my mum is a uh, high school teacher at the con and she brings home like if I'm like I'm really interested in feminism at the moment can you please bring home all these articles and she's like absolutely she goes into the English like department and like brings home all these tomes of um just like different writers throughout the, I wish I could like tell you the read them off. you can send me links <laughs> yeah I'll send you links and then I'll read that and then it really does infiltrate yeah. um especially when I'm using my voice yes yeah and I also think there's times where things tell me if this is not w- true, <laughs> where things well up and that's a sensory experience and they come out of you in ways that are not linguistic yeah. words or sounds or moves mm. or, and then you need to frame them or gain clarity on them. And the only tools that you have are the words that you've been given. Yeah. And so if you don't know the word, 
mm, I don't know. What's a word that I've learned recently? Tiesta Piketty. Yeah, see, I don't know that word, so I can't use it as a tool in, in framing my practice or process. <laughs> Tell me what it means. It's a, it's a word they use in the orchestra and ah. um, the rise and peak ah. of a... Um, so you're looking for the tears to Piketty? Yeah. Yeah. I might be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I just learned it and now I keep saying tears to Piketty. Yeah. I really like it. That's what and we're all searching sits for. sits probe. Sits probe? Sits probe? No. Yeah, that's where you go into the first rehearsal of an orchestra and you watch, and it's called the sits probe. And you're the viewer, so you viewer. are the sits probe or the event Ooh, is like a the showing? The event is, yeah, yeah the right. showing. Instead of a, mm. an open studio, it's a sits probe. Sits probe. Where people sit in as probes. Yes. Sitting probe, <laughs> probing the sit. And it's sits probe. Must be German? I don't know. I don't know, but uh, luckily, but I understand we're not what you're saying. Placing ourselves as experts here. No, no. Just Any uh, musicians? Out there? <laughs> <laughs> Just uh, interested parties. Yes, interested parties. And are there? Absolutely. What about movies then? If mm. you read books and watch movies, tell me a movie that's like activated you. Oh, right now, Any, yeah. I'm no. When whenever this question comes up, yeah. I my mind goes blank. You don't. You have never seen a movie ever. <laughs> <laughs> and then I go, ah, 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 what is it? But at the moment, I can think of one. Yeah, Mr. Nobody. Mm, no, T- tell me more, Mr. Nobody. Um, it's a film about a man that has two two lives, and they. Are completely different from each other and it's really like the cinematography is beautiful mm. and I think things it's very abstract mm. like the, it's not a linear film and I, I that's what I really like about it that the narrative isn't um, explicit yeah or expected ah, um, and I think yeah. I can't even remember how the film ends but I, I remember it being a peaceful kind of conclusion to what was a a very traumatic, definitely not the right word, but tumultuous. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was an epic journey, but yeah, right, um, but peaceful. Yeah, it's it's very beautiful. You should watch it, Mister okay. Nobody. Okay. So, mm. you get inspired. I get inspired. Things come out of you. Yes. Um, you deal with the anxiety of being in a studio alone. <laughs> yeah, it's hard though. Sometimes it's just sitting. <laughs> do you ever do that? You just sit there and just. Spit uh, sometimes stagnant? I pace. Okay. Sometimes I snack, which is real dangerous. Oh, I snack, <laughs> and then I download music, and I'm like, that'll give me inspiration. <laughs> that, yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, what it doesn't. Do you snack on? Oh my goodness! Um, probably like nuts, mm. um, chocolate. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Any pastry, good. <laughs> Anything covered in pastry. Anything covered in pastry. Fruit's quite good. Gives oh, yeah. You a nice sugar but hit. sometimes not so good because if you eat like a whole bag of apricots, oh. then your stomach's like, hey, yeah. thanks for that. Let's just chill. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so then you come up with something that is yeah. framed or molded or shaped enough that you're like, maybe I'll show someone. Mm. And what do you hope? For that, from the showing thing, or, or from the act of from, giving, from the yes, giving a, you know, from the act of transferring something that's in been your, your imagination mm. into manifest into now sharing it. 
I beyond think, yourself. I think my the ultimate hope, um, and maybe this will be a constant like drive mm. or um, I won't ever like achieve it, but would be to give someone the same kind of um, uh, like image or experience that I had to begin with, but not the same to the crux so that we are all identical experience, have the identical experience, but just have a similar relationship to what, yeah, I don't know, that's not very... No, we're still I working it out. I ponder that. Let's go broader then. What is your hope for... Cool. Dance or for... Mm. Um, or mm. your hope for all this effort that you're putting in or for the world? Like I Ooh. spoke to a designer and asked what he, his biggest hope was and he, he, was, he said about that he hopes that someone redesigns the economic system. Mm. That'd be awesome. As a, as a comprehensive, anticipatory design. Yeah. That just works a bit better. I think my hope is that the greater community that may not have the same access to dance or art um, or this industry appreciates the value that it it gives to the wider community. I I think that's my biggest hope that our government or the governments, plural, in the future acknowledge it as a vital force that will challenge and forge um, growth, really. Yeah, growth in our intellect, growth in our yeah. ability to consider ourselves and each other within and, a shared society and, and culture. And to communicate. And to yeah, communicate. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm, I don't necessarily make political work. I'm not a... Um, Activist. Yeah, no... I, I'm very much interested, but my my dance work isn't yes. like a a flag of this is what needs to change. Like I don't, not yet anyway. Right, could change. Um, Depends which books your mum brings home. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Depends what I read tonight. Um, but I have worked in primary schools where we designed a um, a curriculum. I worked with a group of artists, yeah. very different, mixed um, ability. And it was for, for students with autism. And the biggest feedback that we received were the teachers um, absolutely overwhelmed with the participation and the um, communication that the students actually right. were receiving. Like non-vocal students became vocal and people moved people um drew it was a really really remarkable time and i just that's what i hope we'd be able to go to every school you know i the other day i wondered if um i was thinking about superpowers awesome yes i think about this often <laughs> and and that a superpower is just an extension on the power we have, really. It's some mm. kind of extreme version. Yeah. In, in super strength or speed or <gasps> flying or yeah. whatever. And then I wondered if 
people who spend time working out how to do things with their body gain a certain superpower. Mm-hmm. So in a way, um, an engineer that um, can fix and build and modify things has a superpower that I don't have. Yeah. I'm like at the hobby level of those things. <laughs> <laughs> or, um, but I have the superpower of being able to throw myself through space and not die. Yeah because of whatever the pathways or the training or the proprioception that's heightened enough that I can just catch myself and re-arrive and be fine. In the same way that it sometimes feels like... Yeah. And so I was just trying to reposition that maybe if superpowers can be shared... Yeah. That that's really nice. But then taking it out of an industry that there's not a mechanics industry and there's not a teaching industry. That's right. But that there are people, yeah. Just I mean, it doesn't maybe work so well, but it's nice to imagine that at the very least, the superpower that a teacher has is to communicate a concept yeah. Yeah, and share and, and meet somebody at where they're at mm. so that they can move them I'd also like that superpower <laughs> yeah that would be great uh, talking about superpowers Oban Newton was a book that I read very young that yeah. was really inspiring um, and they would have factions the group would have like foresight or empathy um, I think there was a strength or something and another one and they would be all different and I was just like it was so interesting that people would just go into their avenue and stay there but there was no like the one girl that had all powers yeah right was like the all you know knowing she like probably saved or ruined the world saved or ruined the world I didn't finish the book (laughs) I didn't finish the series (laughs) (laughs) I um got to a part where like the girl that I thought would go with the the um yeah, she like fell into a sleep for five years, and so I was like, "Ugh, <laughs> boring, <It's> terrible." <laughs> yeah, I understand. But have you? I I think I have one last question, and please. it's about uh, working process and approach to mm, being within a group of people, mm. and if you've had any insights about how that can be most supportive and challenging and productive and completely oblivious to any need of being productive. Like, um, any, just any insights in being with other people in oh, a yeah. working context. Okay, absolutely. Um, well, I've been really privileged to work with some incredible dancers, um, and different artists as well. And um, for a good four years, the same core dances. Mm. So that's kind of an understanding that you gain in a studio where you kind of read what's going to happen um, and you know what you need. But I'll speak from the latest um, group of dancers I worked with, which who were all new. And it was a really exciting time because it was like, um, I had a, an accumulation of previous experience with these different people in the same space, but all these new dancers came in, 
And so it was a fresh understanding and I was then made to be fresh at the same time. And I think what works so well with a group, a big group especially, I, oh actually sorry, a big group, I'm not sure. I've only ever worked with like six. So is that, I don't know. Mid. Yeah, relatively. Yeah, mid. I right. mean, that would be a big family. Yeah, that's right. Six people, big family. <laughs> uh, I think honesty, just walking in and a- acknowledging where you're at on that yeah, day, right. like, and taking. A lot of people say like, leave, leave whatever shit you have going on at home, but we're human, and we're obviously going to keep that with us regardless of pretending we've left it at home. Yeah. And I think with our art form, like we sweat. We bleed, we roll on each other and like we're so close pretty much every minute of the day. The The best thing that we can do to get the best pro- um yuck, I said product. I don't ever want to say that again. Um, to get the best outcome is to be honest with the people you're working with. And if that just means, hey, I've had this experience today, I'm not, I'm not feeling so great, but I'm here with you and I'm going to dance like where I am with you right now, that alleviates any um, pressure to pretend you're like super happy or super splendid and can like do the highest kick in your life. I never high kick, by the way. (laughs) Um, Yeah, and I think also from a choreographer, like um, to come in and really truly use the group. Yes. That is the... That is the biggest thing for me as a dancer in others' works and hopefully if I create work on a group of dancers to really use the beautiful tools that you have in the room. Like we all have so many various attributes that will create like superb something. Like it doesn't have to be art. It doesn't have to be a dance piece but it will be something and it will be palpable but if you don't use the the people that you have in the room then becomes redundant and becomes replaceable and I think dancers are easily replaced but truly if you use the people you have are they yeah yeah boom <laughs> mic drop yeah I did it <laughs> <laughs> alright yeah. super rad thanks oh, thank you so much so nice. it's awesome thank you